T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP, Tom Kelly, Kyle Quinn with you for one more segment here. Coming up 2-6 to six today, Broads and Al Morgani. So I'm sure those guys will be fired up oh. about this loss as well. Um, but we were just talking during the break, Kyle, as we enter Week 18 now. Obviously not uh, great stuff for the Eagles. By the way, the Eagles will play at 425 A lovely. Uh, this Sunday. So we'll keep an eye on that. And also Cowboys game. I mean, still a chance for the Eagles to win the mm. NFC East. If the Cowboys lose and the Eagles win, uh, but some good games. We'll have Saturday a doubleheader: Steelers, Ravens. Ravens probably resting a lot of people. Steelers uh, still have hope. They need to win and the Bills to lose to Miami. That game Sunday night, and then Saturday night uh, you'll have the Texans and the Colts, and that's going to be great. That's yeah. basically a winner is in for a playoff spot. Man. Maybe a coach of the year game right there uh, between be. Steichen and D'Amico. Yeah, two guys with Eagles ties. How about that? And I, I don't like. So, is there no scenario where I guess we were getting into the weeds here, where Texans and Colts could both make it? I think there is, but they need. I mean, they it need would some help. The, well, Jacksonville would need to lose to Tennessee. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then I, I, you know what? I don't know if there's a route for that. I know one of those teams could obviously still be the division champ if Jacksonville loses. So, but there's a lot of uh, I would say more meaningful action than I. I guess I expected. Well, I love you know, week eighteen. Well, you know what really blew the whole thing up? Us losing. Like we could have set up for the one seed to still be in play. Yep. The two seed to still be in play. Like for us, like there would have been, there were about like four or five other scenarios for the NFC that are out the window now because of this loss to Arizona. We and, screwed the NFL. And you know what was a sickening video from yesterday? Oh, the Niners Oh thing? my God. Ooh. Mike Silver uh, streaming the Eagles game on his phone and Debo Samuel and Kittle <laughs> oh, standing kiddie. there watching the Eagles lose that game to the Cardinals, knowing they clinched the one seed. And man, this is, and this could be the worst case scenario for the Eagles. Like, could you imagine the Niners end up winning the Super Bowl? Well, you know, could you imagine, Kyle? The, uh, it, it's yeah, possible. I can imagine. I mean, they, right look now, like, they look like one of the best teams in football. Right now, it doesn't look like anybody's beating Baltimore. No. I mean, they are just rolling. No. They put up 56 on Miami yesterday. Yeah, but They're uh, unbelievable. I, I think the consensus right now for everybody should be that we are heading towards a Ravens-Niners a rematch Super Bowl. On the, uh, From Har- like 11 Harbaugh years ago. And uh, Harbaugh, the Harbaugh. The Harbaugh. Yeah, the Harbaugh. <laughs> Remember the, the lights went out in that game for like a half hour? Man, and, and uh, the quarterback for the Ravens is at the time. 
time is is now 38 and carrying the Cleveland Browns to what potentially I mean like the Browns could make some noise in the playoffs. Think about how long ago that, that was. The quarterback matchup was Flacco and Kaepernick. I mean that's that's a and, long and, way and, back. And Harbaugh was in the league still. Yeah. He might be making his comeback now though. Triumphant return. Well yeah, Harbaugh. Yeah, he'll be he'll be on his way back to the NFL after he gets his ass kicked today by Bama. There's no doubt about <laughs> that. I am with you on yeah. that. We we were talking about that getting our gambling yes. uh picks him for the day. Um I love I love the dogs. I love Bama and I love Washington. Tonight. Yeah, I'm all over Washington uh plus 4. I'm probably just going to go with the money line on Alabama today. Like if you saw the the video of the selection and you saw the looks on those Michigan players' faces, they didn't they they weren't happy that they were going to have to be playing Alabama. I think they wanted the gift to play FSU. They didn't get it. Yeah, uh, body and, body language isn't that's not too good. And just in general, the the Big Ten stinks. It it, it's so terrible. And we have the SEC you know, dominates. It. Uh, Big Ten Ben Kenny, who works here, is like the spokesman of the Big Ten. Poor fellow. Yeah, ter- terrible conference. <laughs> terrible. But I, I think Bama's going to go in there, and there's a possibility that Bama kicks their ass. I'm not yeah. even going to lie. Oh, I think they will. I don't think Michigan's ready. Yeah, I like Bama and uh, and Washington mm-hmm. today. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Let's go back to the phones. Go to John and Bluebell. What's up, John? Hey, how are you? I've been listening for the last two days, and uh, everybody is making legitimate points. Um, the word talent keeps coming up, and uh, all the while we're trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, when, in fact, the template is staring us all right in the face. Um, speaking of the 49ers, with the exception of Kristen McCaffrey, we actually, talent-wise, match up pretty well against them. Um, and they, the 49ers play the same teams that we do. They have motion. They counter. They use misdirection. They're innovative, creative, end arounds, and they don't ask too much of their quarterback. Um, if it were me, I would study every single one of their 70 plays uh, and every single assignment and do our best to duplicate that. Well, this is the thing, John, is is in the NFL, though, this is the problem is, yeah, it's a copycat league. You hear that saying all the time, and and teams will try to to duplicate this kind of stuff, but then defenses adjust, and then you need to come up with more stuff. And I think that's the difference between, like, a guy like Kyle Shanahan – and the Eagles coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan's always coming up with new stuff. He's always coming up with new wrinkles. The Eagles have, no have nothing the Eagles have nothing new. They just have this same offense they ran last year essentially. Yeah, but what they're doing works. Yeah. And um the last point I wanted to make defensively throughout this entire season, I we haven't blitzed hardly at all. And had I think we're worried about getting beat by the long ball, but nonetheless we continue to get beat anyway. And um, had we blitzed on that last play against Seattle, I don't believe that play, that pass gets completed, and I don't believe we lose the game. I'm, I'm, but for some reason, this team is afraid. This team is afraid to blitz, afraid that we're going to get beat by the long ball, and yet we end up getting beat anyway. Well, I hear you. John. They should be afraid to blitz because when they do blitz, they get smoked. Do you? I mean, like I don't know if you saw the numbers uh, against San Francisco with Brock Purdy, what he did against our blitz. We blitzed him like 11, 12 times or something. And he completed a, like eleven of his passes. We 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 don't have the guys on the back end to be able to blitz. So I I I know it's it's easy to sit there and say why don't we why don't we send more guys blitz more guys, but like there's a good reason for that. Sometimes. 
times there is there is a reason for them to do what they do or not do what they do, and there is a big reason why they don't blitz. Yeah, they and, get, didn't, and they didn't blitz a lot last year. No, like they didn't blitz a oh, lot no, they last didn't. year. Well, they didn't have to. Right, right. The the pressure was getting there, and I mean, I get I get the frustration because it is frustrating watching this defense yeah. and not get any pressure, uh, but. You know, I do think they're they're dealing with a bit of a, a short deck, but again, like I think the players do need to be be better here, and I think maybe yes, the coaching in in total, I think that is the main culprit. But this defensive line's been incredibly disappointing. I mean, the Eagles, none of us would have said coming into this year that the, this defensive line wasn't talented enough, and they're just not getting nearly enough production from these guys. I think we discounted how much we needed more of a veteran presence, at least in the, like, it's, I guess it's hard for me to say that when Fletcher Cox is there, but the, the Hargrave thing is really what's what I look at the most when it comes to the defensive line and the, la- the drop-off in production from last year to this year. Because while Hargrave wasn't a great run defender, he was a veteran guy on a defensive line that knew how to get a sack, right? Double-digit sacks last year as a defensive tackle. Like, he would be able to. And, and you know, if not just Javon Hargrave, maybe try and bring Ndamukong Sue back or somebody. Like, they needed somebody else to be able to sort of be the, the, the safety net for when Jalen Carter, ev- like, eventually, we probably all saw it coming, didn't know when it was going to happen. We knew he was probably going to hit a little bit of a rookie wall and sort of plateau at least this season and the later part of the season. I have no concerns with him in the future. I think it's going to be fine. I think he's going to be an elite defensive lineman for this team. But, like, right now, you need a veteran guy on that line that just knows how to get a timely sack. They have none of those guys right now. Yeah, and the one I have been disappointed in is Jordan Davis, and I thought Jordan Davis was going to be a real player this year, and it looked like at the beginning of the year, but again, like it looks like when, yep. when he hit like the halfway point of the season, and he just gassed. You never hear from him anymore. No, and, and I... I'm trying not to be too hard on Jordan Davis either because I tell myself this all the time that when you draft a defensive lineman, you have to give him a little bit of time. I mean, we've seen it plenty of times. Brandon Graham is is maybe the biggest example of all of them. Uh, But it is a little concerning to see that Jordan Davis has kind of reverted back to the guy that he was last year where you're not trusting him in big situations. You're not putting him out there on third down. And now he's not even a guy you can rely on to stop the run like you could earlier in the season. If there was one thing you could you could hang your hat on when it came to this defense was that they stopped uh, teams from running the ball on him. And that was, you know, you could almost excuse the reason for why they allowed so many passing yards was, well, teams have to throw on them. Well, now teams can just do whatever they want on them. And I think a lot of it starts with the fact that the defensive line can't get home. They can't stop the run. They're not clogging up the gaps. And they're not getting any significant pressure on quarterbacks to disrupt plays. just not happening. Yeah, it's a huge problem. Let's go to John in Coatesville. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Happy New Year to both of you. Happy New Year, I know it's I know it's a rough one. It's yeah. a rough one for any Eagles fan, that's for sure. So I'm going to get into it. I've been listening since maybe about 1030. And uh, I, I called all the plaintiffs out there. And uh, I, I came to the same decision, that it is definitely, without question, the coaching. There's just nothing there. It's always the same thing. When we were 10 and 1, we could have easily been 10 and 4 or 10 and 5. We could have been. But we won those games. But a lot of it was, you know, Hail Mary, the here and there, this and that. Uh, and I know that happens throughout all football, but we could have easily been lower and then ran into the problem we ran into. So I look at, well, what's the solution? What, what are we going to do? I mean, uh, who, who do we have that they can respect? 
I don't think that they you, the, their body language shows that they're not respecting the people that are supposed to be coaching them. They're not getting the right coaching. So I look back, and I, I, I said this one time before. I've, I, I've never really called in much, but I've ran businesses. I do different things. There's times you have to change your horses. You have to do this. you got to make changes. It's constant. you got to be on top of your game. And they're not doing it. And when I saw this game, I could have exploded. I mean, this was just so pathetic. There was nothing new except for that pass play that they had, which was great. But it didn't continue. So my my whole thing is I look at who's been there and done that. And we listen to some guys that are Philadelphia people in our area. And I know it's going to sound strange maybe in a way, but you folks, just like Angelo used to do, he'd get up there on his uh, you know, soap opera, his soap box, and he'd have to be out there calling for people to get get fired or bringing in somebody and this and that. I'm not saying it was right, but that's what he did. We need to be doing that here too. Who do you want us to not- call? Who do you want us to to call for the axe for, John? Okay, so this one guy that took us, we went through the Super Bowl. We went through a lot of changes. We lost our main guy, and then we had Foles to look at. And what the heck, Foles? And we're not going to go anywhere. And then we did. We won one game. Oh, my God. Can't believe it. And we won a couple more. And then here we go. We What's the point here, John? I remember that well. Yeah. Well, the player is not the player. It's what we're talking about. It's one of the coaches who happens to be around right now who doesn't need money, but he needs to pick up his game, and he'd probably like to do it. Frank Wright. Now, Frank Wright, you know, I know for a fact, you don't want to be a loser going out. He just got fired from that job. And so you you want you want the Eagles to hire Frank Reich to do what, John? Be the head coach? Save the season? No, 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 no. He's not a head coach. He's, he's a fraud. He, oh, he, he's he, you say he's a fraud? <laughs> that was that was uh, that was Howard. That, that was Howard. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Well, anyhow, I don't think he's a fraud. I think he helped. I think he helped Nick out there. I think he put plays in too. And I think he would be good. And the other one on the on the defense side, and I know we just got Patricia, I thought he was going to do pretty good at this point in time. We didn't see much by defense with him. I like Seth Joyner. You ever hear Seth talk? Yeah, no, I mean, John, oh, yeah. I, I got you, John. I appreciate the call. I, we, we've had the Seth conversation yep. before. I don't think Seth is, is interested in coming back. To, may, maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd, I'd be willing to just speak for him like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to speak for Seth. Maybe might, the Eagles could reach interested. out. Perhaps they could reach out to Seth. Um, but as far as Frank, like, they're not hiring. They're not hiring a new coach with a week to go in the regular season. Frank Reich's, I'm sorry, Frank Reich's not coming back to save the season. I mean, what it's you all, got is what you got. Frank Reich about, might be here next year if Nick Sirianni's yeah, no, here. Lovely. But I don't know. Talk about panic from the top. Like, if all of a sudden, with one week left to go, Sirianni's like, you know what? I need I need more help. Yeah, let's bring here. Frank Reich in. Like, oh, man. New, new, off- new play call. Yep. I'm Frank sure the Reich. players are going to have a lot of trust in, in this whole structure. Like, man, they are panicking yet again. What, what do you think about that, Francisco? You think Frank Reich, you bring him back? Uh, no, let's not bring in new coaches uh, with a week left. Fraudulent Frank? Is that what you're, that what you're implying? It here? just fit. I, mean, I don't Fra- know. I just felt like, yeah. Let's face it. Frank Reich doesn't have the best track record over the last hey, four years. He's been fired no. two years. Yeah. Last two years. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, he's also worked for, for kind 
kind of insane owners. Ursay and Te- what is Tepper doing, by the way? He's throwing what a drinks clown, on what fans. A clown, dude. What's the matter with this guy? <laughs> Things can be worse, TK. You can have the worst record in the NFL and not even own your number one pick. And you could have your owner tossing drinks at opposing teams' fans. I mean, things things can be worse. Happy you know what? Him firing Frank Reich was probably like the best thing for Frank. Reich. <laughs> it was the smartest thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, best thing for Frank Reich. But like, also, we can now drop the whole like Frank Reich was the was the the doctor for Carson Wentz. Like, well, Carson no, now Wentz, it's Steichen was the, yeah. the guy for Sirianni. Oh, oh, I know, but but like Carson Wentz sucked in Indianapolis with Frank Reich. Uh, yeah, Frank Reich, I'm, I'm just I'm out on at this point. I don't think Frank Reich is the answer to to all of our problems, and I think that would just be another. Panic lever that you're pulling by bringing in another senior offensive advisor. Like, how much more help does this head coach need right. on what is supposed to be his offense? Yeah, how about this? How about the head coach fixes the problems on the team? I know it's a novel concept, but maybe he doesn't need all these different advisors and helpers. How about the head coach does something, does well, his job? Well, don't they say too the many issues. opinions can be a bad thing? Uh, yeah, like too much. Too, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, that's what I'm what saying. They call it. And also, like we we just talked about this a little bit ago, TK, in the last segment, like. Maybe there is, like, don't they kind of have to find some things out about who these guys really are on this team through these last, you know, whatever, this next game and the first playoff game? Like, yes. They need to give Sirianni the keys and find out if he is the guy. Yes. This is about finding out whether Nick Sirianni should be back here next year. And I can't believe it, but it's the case. Let's go to Fred in Scranton. What's up, Fred? Fred. Hey, what's going on, guys? I love your show, by the way. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Fred. Um... Listen, I was at the game Christmas Day, and uh, it was my first live action, live football. My son got me the tickets for Christmas. Nice. I mean, he lives down in Philly. I'm up here in Scranton. And uh, I've been a, an Eagle fan for, like, well over 40 years. I do agree with a lot of your callers, but I think I see a coaching change coming. Nice. I do. Even if he gets to the NFC Championship game, Sirianni, their 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 old habits are going to rear their ugly heads, so to speak. I mean, what what I saw yesterday, I saw a beat down team, a team that was beat down. They're old in the secondary on the outside. I, maybe that's a miscalculation on Roseman, but you know what? He took he rolled the dice. You do have to pay a quarterback. What I saw. Um, uh, Christmas Day, that that uh, that third and twenty, that was amazing. That you don't, you're not going to get a lot of players that can do that. So Hertz is worth the money, and those and those guys like uh, uh, AJ and Avante, they're going to be here for a while. And probably Swift, if they're smart, they keep them. They have a championship offense, but the defense is a mess, and their play calling is a mess. So that comes back to leadership. You need a coach, a head coach that can call plays, that can that can go with the flow of the game. Doug Peterson did that. Their secondary wasn't that great the year they won the Super Bowl, if you guys remember correctly. Oh, I remember. You know, so and I appreciate you waiting for me. So I mean I, I was waiting an hour to talk to Thanks. you guys. Well, Fred, we, Fred. we appreciate it, Fred. I mean No, it... I, I'm a first time caller, so okay. I'll probably call you guys again. Good stuff. W I P got me through the last five weeks because I've been like a head case, really. Well <laughs> we all have been yeah, Fred. that's t- what t- we're t- here for though. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate the call and the kind words. And yeah, I mean I do think Kyle, like there's a discussion to be had now about the 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 head coaching situation. Like yeah. 
whether the Eagles do need a coach who can call plays, because we talked about it earlier in terms of the turnover and finding new coordinators, because if you're a good team, you're always going to lose your coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to lose them to better jobs. You're going to lose them to head coaching jobs. And, I mean, it's only a matter of time. And it's just, I, I think when you have a coach like Nick, um, it's so hard to constantly surround him when you just need to find these diamond-in-the-rough type yeah. guys because everybody knows who the good coaches are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I I think having a coach who can call the plays and be the schemer and be that guy does give you a, a real leg up. And and if the Eagles do move on, that's certainly what they're going to be looking for. Right. And, I, like, it's like I agree with you 100%. I just can't I can't do this every every year now where right. all of a sudden we're like, is you know, is this guy going to be the, the magical fix? to Nick Sirianni's offense, by the way. Like, why do we need to keep finding these guys to run Nick Sirianni's offense? It's supposed to be his. I don't know. Like, I, I come away from that game feeling less worried about – because I, I know we, we had conversations about the quarterback over the last few weeks and his leadership and whether or not he's regressing. I was on record putting Jalen Hurts on Wentz watch, not, not Wentz warning, but Wentz watch. I'm all for that right now. I think I feel better about the quarterback, and I think – that game gave me answers to a lot of the questions that I had of whether it was coaches or players causing this offense to struggle. I, I think it, a lot of it comes down to coaches, specifically Nick Sirianni, after, after that game that we just saw. Yeah, and I still have no doubts about Jalen Hurts. I agree with you. I still think he's the guy. I don't regret paying him or no. anything. But you need to put the right people around them. Let's go to Sean in Delaware. What's up, Sean? Hey, man. How's it going? What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? Um... I had two things, a couple things, actually. One, everyone keeps talking about the NFC East. At this point, you know, you look at the Phillies and the NL East, it it doesn't matter if you can't get to the big dips. So, you know, I I know it's nice to win it and say there's tradition and and those things and, you know, back-to-back. But at the end of the day, if you were to tell me, hey, Eagles, you take the five seed, we'll see you in the Super Bowl. Or you can win the NFC East and get bouncing around one. I mean, you got to say go to the Super Bowl. Of course, of course. Right. I mean, of, of course. But sure. Sean, what makes you think they're going to be able to make a run to the Super Bowl? Well, there's and there's not even no, like a real no, look, correlation I, there. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it, to me, it's just I, I don't see it as the NFC East right now is the, the least of the concerns. Like it's, no. it would be a consolation prize. Yeah, um, I, I don't, think, I mean, I don't even care about. Well, the I don't NFC think they're East winning the NFC East, so I wouldn't worry about no. it. Yeah, oh, I don't disagree. So yeah. my, my thing is there with that is if you look at the last couple games one sack yesterday no punts one sack the week before and a Giants team that you know they punted a few times but because of mistakes they made yep. we're, it just seems we're, we're moving in the wrong direction oh, yeah. and I don't know who the answer is and honestly I'm, I was kind of hoping yesterday Hurts would step up at some point get off the bench maybe go say some words to the defense like hey look because they're just losing their identity. And they said it during the game yesterday when they had that drive where they were feeding Swift, they were pumping the ball, and it's just like, hey, five yards, six yards. And that's who they were last year. And they were that, we're going to grind and we're going to run you down. And that just goes away. Like, they do one drive, and, hey, we're going to come out and throw three times. Yes, Sean, and I – I agree with you, man. I appreciate the call, and I think that's that's part of the problem, Kyle, is what's this team's identity? Yeah. Like, what do they do well? Okay, they do the tush-push well. Like, that is their thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they get to third and fourth and short, they're really good. But aside from that... They have no identity. No. Like 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 Sean said, they're not I mean, they're not physical. They're they're not really explosive. It's like 
It's just there's nothing that you can say this is their hallmark, this is what they have to fall back on, this is what they do well when things get tough. No, the identity right now, I said it in the beginning of the show, is is like ineptitude. It's it's a disconnect. There is a growing disconnect right now. And I think uh, to sort of go off of that point there, is the messaging from the quarterback and the head coach a different message? Is what the players hear from Jalen Hurts – different from what they hear from Nick Sirianni and is these in these closed doors private meetings amongst players are they talking about we're not listening to, the, to these idiots like we know much better than these guys and if that's the case that is a huge problem and that means that uh, uh, like I hate to say it that spells the end for Nick Sirianni if that's the case, it yeah, does. It, it definitely does, and you know that's that's what they're going to have to figure out the next couple games here. Let's go to Allen North Philly. What's up, Al? Hey, uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I've been listening to this station for the last 24 hours. I didn't even turn it off at night. I had nightmares thinking about the Eagles. Um, now, I had uh, just wanted to say something that's been tried in basketball, been tried in uh, in baseball, never in football because of the complexity. But I I, I got to put this out there first. The way you gentlemen jump down the throat of the Frank Wright caller. Now, you gentlemen tend to be very polite to callers, but it just it made me want to not say anything. The only solution it seems that you guys keep coming up with is that the coaches have to figure it out, but then you say they're incapable of it. So you got your answer. If we rely on the coaches, the season's over. So I just want to just throw out a crazy, desperate idea that's much worse than a Frank Wright call. But I want I want to just put it out there because we have to think out of the box. Now, this will either save the season or make it officially crash and burn, and I don't know which one. But the um, – but it guarantees that the fans would be all in and that the players would be 100% in on every play. So maybe we don't fire the coaches, but we turn over all the offensive, defensive schemes, the designs, the play calling during the game to the starting players and maybe some retired Eagles if they agree to it, whoever will agree to it. At worst, they just do what they're doing now. They'll lose out and look bad. But it's possible they might actually turn things around because these players know the playbook as well as the coaches, and they're tired of their manhood being questioned every five minutes by terrible uh, teams. And, and if we hear one more quote from 49er players about how bad the Eagles are, you know, these players have some pride, real serious pride. And maybe we ought to give them a chance to put everything on the line and call the shots well, for themselves. I hear you, Al. Appreciate the call. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, give, give, turn it over to the players. Let the players run the show the rest of the way. Well, so like I, I just sort of reject the the original premise there, and that like because, uh, uh, well, and, and by I, the way, no, that's not going to happen. I, well, yeah, most, most definitely not. But uh, what I'm saying is, I don't like I don't necessarily have faith in this coaching staff, but I'm almost at a point where I'm willing to throw them out there and let them either crash and burn or get it figured out. Like I need answers at this point. For me, right now. I think turning around this season this year is a lost cause. I now am turning my attention to what am I going to do in this offseason? Who do I need to address? What is the problem that I need to weed out and root out of this team? So I I need answers in that sense. I don't think I'm scrambling to find a solution to salvage this season. They're in trouble, man. They're going to have to go on the road and win all their games if they want to even have a chance to play in San Francisco for a chance. Like These things are not happening. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's what it is. It's about finding out the root cause of your your problems here. Is it a coaching problem? Is it 
it a personnel problem, you know, and, and how do we fix it? Because, you know, it feels like you wasted a season. Yeah. Like, that's what it feels – that's the, the overwhelming feeling that I have today – is that you have a talented roster, but you wasted a season uh, because you know they, they weren't prepared well enough. But let, uh, it, slip, let it slip away, TK. Yeah, they did. Well, that'll do it for us today, Kyle. This wow. is a fun show, man. man. It flew by. Did fly by. So what? So you're back in producing the midday show tomorrow. Right? Yep, and all week. All right. Well, yep. well, you'll hear Kyle then. I'll be back on tomorrow night from eight to eleven, and then I'll be in on the afternoon show Wednesday, Thursday, Friday with Rob Ellis. So that should be fun. Uh, thank you to the great Francisco Rojas for Cookie Rojas. Thank you, Cookie. <laughs> Appreciate it. And I'll be seeing you later this week. Uh, but stay tuned. Coming up next, afternoon show, Broads Al Morgani. They will take you up till six o'clock obviously breaking down this Eagles loss where they go from here Uh, but thank you everybody for listening Tom Kelly Kyle Quinn WIP Midday Show Sports Radio 94 WIP we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.